Welcome to Urban Wilderness, the official Turkey Mountain podcast. I'm Tip Crowley. And I'm Ryan Howell. And today we're here to talk about some exciting new happenings and a look in the near future out at Turkey Mountain. We are into phase three, which means a lot of new stuff coming in. We're also going to wrap up some of the exciting new features that showed up in phase two as well. So make sure you stay tuned. This is Urban Wilderness. Support for this podcast comes from Fleet Feet Tulsa Broken Arrow, hosting a variety of races annually, including 5Ks, half and full marathons, and trail races. For more information or to register, visit fleetfeettulsa.com forward slash races. From Switchback Training Systems, a one-stop solution for multi-sport and cycling athletes, offering personalized coaching from certified instructors and mountain bike and multi-sport skills clinics in Tulsa and Claremore. More information at switchbackmtb.org. And from Team My Side Fitness, a partner of RSU Radio, promoting a healthy community with support from Bicycles of Tulsa, Sandoz Modern Deli, The Local Bison, and Atomic Foods. More information at wtfistmf.com. So Ryan, lots of new features showed up at Turkey Mountain over the past few months. I know a lot of people have been very excited about things like the uh, new log skinnies, I know some other great trail features are going kind of viral on uh, social media. What's happening with the new features out at Turkey Mountain right now? Yeah, there have really been a lot of them. You mentioned that, you know, 150-foot-long, you know, boardwalk feature that uh, is made out of live-edge cedar. And then we put a sealant over that with um, sand grit in it so it'll hold up and hopefully hold that color that's down on the Lochi area. But did you, you've been, you've ridden on the Boomtown line and stuff like that. Did you like that flyover we put in there? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty neat structure just visually looking at it. Well, there's two flyovers that exist out at Turkey Mountain, both on the downhill mountain bike lines of Black Gold and Boomtown. And then we're actually in the process of installing a brand new flyover. So it'll be a third flyover feature that will go on Boomtown and Black Gold. So those two downhill mountain bike lines um, finish together right now at the old Lochi Trail. And where they end together, we're going to build a flyover that will actually go over Lochi, the Lochi Trail, um, so that it can pass underneath. And then Boomtown and Black Gold um, will continue on down the trail to the all the way literally all the way to the bottom of Turkey Mountain as one singular trail. So it'll probably be an extension of Boomtown at that point because it'll have to be a blue trail. You can't really make it turn black. Um, but it'll be really neat. So you'll come down Boomtown, you'll come down Black Gold. And right now where you finish, you'll actually go up a big metal ramp and then you'll be on top of the flyover feature that'll be around 12 to 15 feet in the air. And it'll actually be a little bit wider than the um, flyovers that we have. It'll still have that same aesthetic to it. It'll, it'll look very similar, but it'll be a little bit wider. And the idea with it being wider is that it'll give an opportunity for mountain bikers to stop and recollect, uh, group up again, and then do a small uh, jump line that'll go all the way down to the very bottom of Turkey Mountain. So we haven't got uh, the downhill lines all the way to the bottom yet, but they're working on that. Uh, starting Monday, you might see that very, very soon go in. So we'll have to do some reroutes and some uh, updates there. You know, the trails will probably stay open for the most part, 
Um, we might have to close down Boomtown. We might have to close down Black Gold for a day or two, just depending uh, for the installation of that flyover. The flyover, however, will be closed until we get the rest of the trail built below it. Because right now, if you were to go over the flyover, uh, it would go into a bunch of uh, woods <laughs> So with unfinished trail. So you'll see it installed first, and then we will actually go back and, and build the trail later. So that will be pretty neat to have. Um, and then the Lochi Trail will actually pass underneath it as is. Um, we're going to move the Lochi Trail up a little bit into the hillside, just, you know, maybe five or 10 feet so that it drains a little bit better and doesn't become so erosive, but it'd be pretty cool. So you'll actually have, uh, once you get to that flyover, you actually will have a, a bailout if you don't want to continue on down to the bottom of the trail. It'll basically be the same exit it is right now that'll take you over to that wooden boardwalk and then back up. Or I think most people will probably option to go on down the hill but it'll be a nice waypoint that allow you to stop and hop off. So Now, those flyovers have shown up in a lot of photos on social media, a lot of talk on social media. They're, just, they're a lot of fun to go ride, and they're also a lot of fun to, you know, go under and kind of I, – I haven't had the opportunity to see somebody from the trail below yet, but I know from past experiences it is so cool to get to see those bikes go flying over you. So if you're hiking on the uh, the extension to the new Yellow Trail – it's um, it goes underneath both of those flyovers, and it's just a really cool way to kind of catch some of the more skilled mountain bikers coming down black or even going down blue as well. You also had to do a little bit of reworking some of the original flyovers. Can you talk about that just a little bit? Yeah. You know, one of the processes that we've really prided ourselves is trying to listen to as much feedback as possible from our mountain bikers and our hiking community. And don't worry, hikers. I know this feels a little mountain bike heavy right now, but we've got some very exciting news for you coming to as well later on in the podcast. But um, we've tried to listen a lot. And when we first built the Boomtown flyover, it had a real sharp gravity cavity and a lip to it um, that was, we got feedback that it was compressing when you were coming to the bottom of the gravity cavity. Your, the compression that people were experiencing was bucking them uh, when they tried to roll over or, or launch off. And if you weren't an expert level mountain biker, it was a very difficult feature to navigate. And, you know, this being a blue trail, um, you know, we made the call to come in, close Boomtown immediately uh, and make revisions to it. So we took off that ramp that led up to Boomtown and that ramp is actually sitting at the bottom of Zingo right now. Um, we're actually, it's by the entryway. And uh, we hope to actually take that metal ramp that we took off. We're going to take it over to the area where the flyover is and the flyover extension. It'll be the Boomtown extension. Uh, and actually reuse it and repurpose it there mm -hmm. to maybe some sort of like satellite dish feature. So kind of tilt it up, you know, it's a, concave thing so maybe tilt it up on its side so instead of hitting a berm you'd actually roll into a like a metal a metal berm so to speak so we think that's what we'll end up doing with that um because we have it but we flattened that um entryway out and that took quite a bit of work but we've gotten a lot of pit positive feedback that it's a much more enjoyable experience now especially for our intermediate level riders and so um and uh we are also going in if you've hiked or ridden through there you'll notice that there's caution tape all over the place and i know it looks horrible but we're actually going to be going in uh friday 
We've got a group of about 10 volunteers coming, and we're going to be building some cable fencing through there so that we can take all of that um, caution tape and stuff down. And we're going to put cable fencing in because it, it'll it have a nice aesthetic to it. Um, but also we're just trying to discourage people from, you know, our pedestrians or our bikers, anybody really from hiking or walking on the flyovers just because the bikes are coming through there at such speed. It's very dangerous um, to have people standing on those features. So we are asking people not to, not to walk on those uh, because, you know, the bikes come flying through and, you know, can cause a lot of damage to you and the uh, rider. So, Well, like I said, if you really want to catch a rider going over one of those flyovers, take that yellow extension to the to the new uh, yellow trail that goes underneath both those flyovers, and you can just stand there and watch the, the bikes go flying off of them. And some people actually get a lot of air off of those. I just rolled down it, you <laughs> yeah, know, and yeah. that's, that's, uh, that's enough for me. You just get a lot of speed going into the berm. Some of those bikers go flying off of there, and so yeah. it's really exciting to stand there and watch Yeah, them. it's really neat to see some of them who they, their tires don't even touch them the ramp, the metal, like yeah. at all. And you're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, that's like a big, you know, that's like a 20 foot drop for some people. Which yeah. I'm sure they really enjoy. I absolutely. So another huge uh, renovation that you guys have been working on is uh, a little bit lower. So down on the bomb cellar and the red trail area, you've been doing a lot of work recently. What are, What's going on down there? Well, I will say that I have I haven't been this excited about our trail renovation. Like this is one of, to me, this is one of the most exciting things for our hikers and our mountain bikers. So we're doing two separate things down there at the bomb cellar or the red trail area. One is we're, we're re-envisioning that whole space so that we are making that it's still going to have trails, um, but the trails are going to have more purpose to them. You know, you'll recall that like for the last 20 years, you know, high schoolers have gone down there and just like dug, you know, hills and, and built wooden features and stuff like that. And I apologize, not necessarily high schoolers, I'm sure. Some adults did too, <laughs> but built stuff down there and made it the bomb cellar that, um, you know, a few riders could ride, but most people didn't experience. So what we're going to do is we're we're going to separate our hikers and our pedestrians from our mountain bikers and we're actually going to build separate trail systems for both so for our mountain bike community we are re-envisioning bomb cellar and bomb cellar is going to now have a hub and then we'll have three and possibly four downhill lines um that'll be anywhere between four-tenths of a mile long and about a quarter mile long. So very similar to what Zingo and Wildcat are right now. If you were to go to Turkey Mountain and take somebody who's never been on a mountain bike before, what what trail would you take them on? Oh, probably start on the new Millennium Trail, yeah, something like that. the new like Millennium Stay Gold, yeah. Yeah. And so even that trail, it's a green-rated trail. And, you know, greens are supposed to be for beginners, but it has some rocky technical spots. It has some places that, you know, if, if you're not – fairly comfortable on a bicycle it might be difficult for you to navigate so we are building one new trail down there called grasshopper that'll be the first one and this will be the greenest green trail that we have at turkey mountain that'll be downhill unidirectional flow trail so it's basically a dirt sidewalk um, that has rollers and some small tabletops but we're not talking anything major i mean these tabletops are one or two feet high 
Um, they don't have hard lips to them. Everything's rollable. And this will be like literally if, if it's somebody's first time on a mountain bike, if they can ride on a sidewalk, they'll be able to ride this trail. And we don't have that at Turkey Mountain right now, and we're about to get it. And so I'm very excited about that. And that's about four-tenths of a mile long. And so Bomb Cellar is going to get, like I said, re-envisioned. So we're actually building a new hub down at Bomb Cellar that'll be very similar to the hub that you see at for Black and Blues Brothers Boomtown. Um, you know, kind of a big rock structure filled with dirt. And that'll have three lines, potentially four, to be determined, uh, that will sh- shout spout off of it. One's going to go Grasshopper, the trail that we're calling Grasshopper. Uh, Kung Fu reference, anybody? Anybody? Okay. We'll split off to the left, and that'll be kind of your first trail to the left once you get into the woods and find the hub. And then um, to the right side, there will be... Uh, you mentioned earlier when we were discussing, you like the bottom of Zingo. What did you like about the bottom of Zingo? I love the the jump line that is, it recently has been built down at the bottom of Zingo where everything is rollable. Um, it's perfectly fun to, to just pump through all of the jumps. But at the same time, I, you know, I'm a beginner jumper and I feel like I can actually get off the ground. I can clear these jumps, but if I don't, I'm not going to go over the bars. I mean, I would have to really do something wrong to go over the bars. So um, very accessible to somebody who's learning how to jump. Yeah, and it has that that dual lip structure where there's like a rollable side, but then there's also a hard lip. Yeah. So we're going to build a whole trail of that, not just the bottom of Zingo. It's going to be literally about a, a Zingo-length trail that'll have, I'm going to say, in the neighborhood of, 10 or 15 of those smaller tabletops um, that are all rollable, but then all have uh, a, uh, a hard lip to, to one side. And so it'll be a green blue. So it'll be a, gr- so once you've gotten comfortable with like the grasshopper trail and you want to start jumping, this is the trail that you're going to be able to hit and start experiencing those jumps or rolling them or getting a little bit of air and and building your skill level. And so once you do like the side that has no lips where you're still getting a little air, you can try one lip and then two lip and three. So it basically builds us two trails in one, which is very cool. And that'll be about a quarter mile long. And then um, once you get done with that and you're you're very comfortable on those trails, the third trail um, is actually going to be... um, it's going to be more of a single track, but with jumps in it. So it won't be like a cross-country style single track. It'll be like a cross-country with actual berms uh, and jump features. And in that third trail, um, we don't have a name for the... We're thinking about tulips for the one trail with the tulips. Very classy. Or double barrel, maybe. I don't know. Um, we don't have a name for the third trail, which is going to be a blue trail... Uh, solidly blue and it'll have you know some bigger features but there'll be um single track built features it'll still have big tabletop jumps um we're going to build in a uh we're going to re we're going we have a lot of that wood left over from the live edge cedar wood from the construction so we're actually going to build a um, a wood gravity cavity out of that that's going to take you through a creek bed and then pop you up like you'll you'll roll on or you'll drop onto it and then it'll whoosh down and then pop you up the other side of this little creek bed that you're cutting through. 
but it'll only be like a two foot wide trail, it'll be a very narrow trail. So once they get settled in, you'll have to have more control over your bike um, and especially playing your jumps in your lanes a lot better. Um, so it'll have that. And then if we have the budget, we're going to build a fourth little short trail that'll just be like, um, you know, over at Claremore, how they have that one trail that's just the drop. It'll be like that. It'll have like just a couple, it'll be like a real short trail just connecting two trails. It'll have like a little drop in it. Um, so you'll be able to get some training and experience on that. So you'll have a variety of little options to do down there. And here's the best part in my mind. All of these trails are going to be self-contained and there's going to be one return trail that's going to bring them all back. So uh, basically, if you kind of envision, uh, you know, um, a hub with several lines going down, three lines going down to a central point at the bottom and then one line coming back and that'll be the climb line for everybody. So everybody will just be able to session the heck out of that. And I think that a lot of people will find that very fun um, to do over and over again, you know, just spend quite a lot of time down there because there's going to be with the one trail with the two lips and the other trail with all the, you know, the bigger skinny jumps. Um, I think it'll just be and an easy, easy climb trail back. I think that people are just going to spend quite a lot of time down there. Well, I was wondering in the back of my head as you're talking about this, are we going to have to climb up that steep pavement hill every single time? And I'm so happy to hear that we don't have to. Yeah, and this was one of the ideas that we had initially thought about that, like bringing you out all the way at the bottom, kind of where Lochi is at, and then having you climb back up the Lochi Trail. But Progressive, in their infinite wisdom and trail building, we're like, hey, what if we just build a return trail right up the middle? And that actually works really well because uh, for the hikers, um, you know, the red trail was a, a favorite trail for families and, you know, to go on cause it was short. It was like a 45 minute to an hour long walk. It was a loop. If, you know, kids got tired or whatever, it was easy to get back to the parking lot, easy to get back to the restrooms. It was just right there. And so we're doing something a little different. And I know this is going to, you know, it'll, it's going to make a lot of people happy in the long run, but it's going to be kind of a, a shock initially. Um, is we're actually going to go in and we're going to build a six-foot-wide gravel trail that's going to replace the red trail. And this is going to be the family trail. And it's going to be for pedestrians only. And it will be replacing the red trail, basically. So if you think about the red trail, it's a big loop that went around. Um, it'll follow a very similar footprint, um, but it'll be gravel. It'll have a very low grade. So we're going to try to keep all the grades to less than 3 to 4%. So that if you are a family with uh, kids in a stroller, you have some people with mobility issues, but you still want to get out and enjoy nature, this will be right at a mile long gravel trail that you'll be able to do. And what we're hoping is that uh, when we import all this gravel and stuff, that this will actually be a trail that uh, our pedestrians and stuff can use when there's when the rest of the trails are closed because of mud. So it'll be an all-weather trail. So if it's raining, if it's muddy, everything like that, it'll be a place where you can still go and have a nice run, a nice walk outdoors in a space where you're not going to do damage to the trails. Unfortunately for our mountain bikers, it's going to be, you know, not that, but it'll be a nice mile. So you can, you know, get a two or three mile loop and get a nice experience, get exercise. So that's what we're hoping to accomplish with this trail. And, um, the timing is such that we'll be finished. I know a lot of people have been asking me about this. We've got about four to six weeks 
left on the build out for the downhill mountain bike trails. And then we'll be starting on the hiking only uh, six foot wide gravel path after 4th of July because 4th of July is a big event for us. So, because we produce it. Um, and we'll be starting on that after the 4th of July. And we anticipate that taking about a month or two to finish. So, we hope to have that open by October at the latest, August probably. Um, but we hope to have it open by October because then we're going to put the haunted trails on that, that path instead. And uh, I think that'll be really fun for folks. Absolutely. Well, it's cool that that area is being revitalized because I know it was receiving lots of visitors, but not nearly as much as the rest of the the park. And I think, honestly, some people just didn't know that it existed. Um, so I think it's it's amazing that, once again, you're, you're thinking about both bikers and hikers, and everybody's getting something out of these renovations. And um, it's also kind of tough to believe it's only maybe a month away before we get more yeah, uh, more trails. I know. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I. Uh, I'm purposefully waiting until all of the trails down there are done, <laughs> for the mountain bikers. Sure. Because I want to have because this it's it's good and it's bad because it's good. We're gonna open up three, possibly four trails all at the same time, all from the downhill hub, and then have that climb trail back. And that climb trail actually has some nice features in it. That, you know, kind of some whoops and dips and stuff like that. It'll make it easy for you. But um, we're going to open it all up at the same time. And that'll be our last big downhill project for probably the next year. So we're not going to see any more downhill dedicated mountain bike trail only development until we get into phase five, which potentially we haven't got that. We haven't even got that under contract yet to start with anybody. Um, so it's going to be a while, you know, a year or more before we start on any more downhill trail. Well, that's exciting. Um, and anyone who has been riding mountain bikes at Turkey or in Oklahoma for any period of time, any new downhill trail is is just so exciting because we've never really had much of that in the past. Yeah. You, you had to drive to Texas or you had to drive to a bike park to get that kind of stuff. And it's um, it, it's just a really cool new experience for people who have only ever ridden in Tulsa before. And um you know, the fact that you can go out there and you can feel safe and you can feel uh, under control because the trails are, are maintained and they're not totally eroded. And, you know, there's no it's not like you're you're riding down Elgin Hill or anything like that. It's um, it's a really cool experience that lets more people get to do that kind of riding uh, than have ever been able to in Tulsa before. Yeah. And we are hoping to provide that. And this new bomb cellar area is still going to be called the bomb cellar. I'm actually uh, building a sign in my garage that I'm going to put up. <laughs> it says bomb seller. We'll put it on the hub. Um, it's going to be that space where, you know, riders can truly progress on their skill. Uh, you know, right now you have the option to learn to jump either that little section at the bottom of Zingo or you learn the hard way on Boomtown or, you know, uh, Wildcat. Uh, but this is actually going to be a true progressive area. And then, you know, for the hikers, it'll be a space that, you know, uh, we hope, and I'm not making any super promises, but we hope will be something that can be enjoyed, you know, when inc there's inclement weather and we don't want you to use our soft surface trails to, to hold back the erosion. So, And something else you mentioned that I think it's a, a concept that has become more common in the past, I don't know, year or two in this area. But the idea of accessibility 
um, for people who can't necessarily go out on the older, rocky, more difficult trails or even hike up steep hills and things like that. Um, you see other parks in the area like the Keystone Ancient Forest thinking about people with mobility issues and, and people who just don't have the same ability to do the more difficult trails. So having that is also a huge gain for the city of Tulsa. I think it's it's really exciting that more people will be able to go out and enjoy the outdoors and, and benefit from all of the positive aspects of going and hiking or even, you know, just walking out into nature and, and just being quiet for a little bit. So that's it's really exciting. So as you've heard, Phase 3 is full of exciting new features, new trails, and updates that will allow more people to go out and hike or mountain bike and get new experiences. So we're really looking forward to all of the trail features going in, all of the new trails that will be open hopefully in the next uh, month or two. And uh, it's just such an exciting time to be a fan of the outdoors in Tulsa. So cool. So Ryan, thank you so much for giving us these updates. And we will be back with another episode very shortly about some more new things coming in at Turkey and some ways that you can actually be involved in shaping the future of Turkey and keeping it just a wonderful place. So until next time, go get lost at Turkey Mountain.